Welcome to the Church of the Redeemers Weekly Podcast. We pray that you will enjoy this week's service, and we hope that you will follow us at www.cotrb.org, and may God continue to bless you. struck me on the Sunday we celebrate the senior saints we had the stars of faith singing did y'all notice that I'm grateful to say that we are a part of an intergenerational church a church that has gone before and we've got a bright future ahead of us say amen somebody say amen somebody God has been faithful, and God will continue to be faithful to us. Let's go to the word. If everybody would please stand for the reading of the word, I'd be grateful. Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17 is where we'll read. Matthew chapter 3, verses 13 through 17 is where we'll read. It reads as follows in the English Standard Version. And Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went from, he went up from the water and behold, the heavens were opened to him. And he saw the spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son whom I am well pleased. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. If there's a topic for this morning, the topic is I follow Jesus to the water. I follow Jesus to the water. Obedience matters. Yes, sir. Obedience matters. Draw me nearer, nearer, blessed Lord, to the cross. follow Jesus to the water. Obedience matters. Baptism is one of those topics in the Christian faith that has the power to be divisive. And we've been talking um, just last week and this week, we're going to be talking through Thanksgiving about what it means to be a Christ follower. Not what it means to be a church member only, but what it means. It's good to see you, good brother. What it means to be a Christ follower. See, I'll be worrying about Deacon Nicks. I need to see his face on a regular basis. Man, listen, y'all clap your hands for our deacon. No, y'all clap your hands for our deacon. Don't be late to church, good brother. You give me heart palpitations. (laughs) Don't do it. All right, let's get back to the word. Sheesh. All right, that's enough of that. So, Baptism is one of those topics. Baptism is one of those topics that we talk about in the Christian faith where 
it has the power to be divisive. Some people think that baptism only has to be one way. And if you don't baptize the way that they were taught that you are supposed to baptize, then you haven't really been baptized in the faith, you know. The baptism doesn't count. It doesn't count for salvation, or it doesn't count for church membership, or it doesn't count for what they think it's supposed to count for. But I would argue um, that I'm not sure that that's how Jesus did it. In the Bible, I'll offer in, in our culture, we argue, and in our churches, we argue about when to baptize. Is it okay for us to baptize infants? Can babies get baptized? How about teens, 12 years old? What is the right age? Where is the cutoff? Or is it only right to baptize right-minded believers, people that have enough sense to make sense enough of the decision that they're making? We argue about how to baptize. Is immersion, full immersion, the only right way? All the way down and all the way up, baptized and dead into your sins, raised to new life in Christ. Or is effusion, the pouring of water on someone's head, is that enough? Or does aspersion or the sprinkling of water on other people, does, does that count? Is immersion the only way? Is effusion the right way? Or is aspersion the right way? And we even, in the body of Christ, argue about what happens when we baptize. When you get baptized, is that when you become a member of the church? Is baptism the moment of salvation? Is baptism a sign of full citizenship into the kingdom of God? Is that the time where heaven gives you your green card, as it were? And you have all rights and responsibilities from the king in the kingdom? And we even argue about what name we baptize in. Do we baptize in Jesus' name? Do we baptize in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Ghost? Do we baptize in the name of the priest or the Pope? Who do we baptize? All of these things have created opportunity for division. Jesus didn't get baptized for any one of those reasons. Jesus didn't get baptized to be saved. He didn't get baptized to become a member of the church. He didn't get baptized to show off to others. We get baptized the way that Jesus get baptized. And Jesus got baptized as an example, an ordinance of our faith. Baptism for us divides, but when we follow Jesus, it unites us. Now, as a body of believers who are Baptist in nature and tradition, we believe in full immersion. Say amen, somebody. Let's talk about what we do. We believe in full immersion. We believe that we are baptized in the Trinity in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Say amen, somebody. All three in one. We believe that, but that doesn't mean we get to disqualify somebody that can't get into the pool. Come on, church. Let's go. Come on, church. That doesn't mean that just because you can't get into the water all the way, that you are disqualified as a citizen of heaven. Jesus wants you to be welcomed into the kingdom by following after his example, this ordinance of baptism. And I don't care, like Olita Adams says, I don't care how you get here. Just get here. 
If you can. Come on, church. I feel like preaching a little bit. All right, slow down, David. I don't care how you get here. Just get here if you can. If you got to be sprinkled, then get sprinkled. But follow Jesus to the water. If you've got to just get water poured on your head because your health doesn't allow you to get into the pool, I don't care. Just follow Jesus to the water. Last week, last week, baptism is divisive for us because we want to be right. But Jesus didn't care nothing about being right. Jesus cared about following the Father's example. Last week, we discussed how As followers of Jesus, it's important for us to follow Jesus backwards. Let's get to our text. To understand our family, it's important for us to get back, to look backwards and to understand our family. And you see, in Matthew Matthew chapter 3, Jesus was baptized by his cousin. Y'all see that? Matthew chapter 3 was baptized by his cousin. His cousin was already out here doing all of the work of ministry, right? And here comes Jesus out of the wilderness. We'll talk about that next week. Here comes Jesus out of the wilderness, out of this place where nobody knew who he was. Nobody understood what his sacrifice actually meant. But he was coming out of the wilderness, and he, had to, he knew what he was called to do. And he came onto the scene, but he had to be invited into this place of ministry. And as he was invited into this place of ministry, he had to follow his cousin to be invited into the place that he was already called to be. So he followed what everybody thought was this religious act, and he went to his cousin to be baptized. And I will offer, in this moment, when I was reading this, I realized that as we're celebrating the season, saints, I realized that God was sort of telling us that leaders don't necessarily follow leaders who haven't proven that they're good followers first. Good leaders. Don't really follow leaders who haven't first proven that they're good followers first. Jesus knew what he was called to do, but he had to show the world that he could follow before he could lead. I wish I had a church right there. People don't follow rogue individuals. People follow people who other people lay their hands on. Say amen, somebody. And when Jesus went to his cousin to be baptized, he submitted to the fact that, yes, I am the called one of God. Yes, I am the chosen of the king. Yes, I know that I have all power and capacity to be your deliverer. Yes, you are telling me right here and right now that I should, in fact, be baptizing you. But I need to submit to your tradition so that you can hear the words that I will speak Later, I have to submit to what you've done so that you can then submit to what God wants to do in your future. It's important for us to follow the example of the saints that have gone before us. Why? Because they know the way that we are trying to understand They have already walked this walk of faith. They have already shown that prayer works. They can teach us more than we, they've forgotten more than I will learn in my lifetime. My God, Jesus had to understand that leaders are followed because they have first learned how to follow well. He went to his cousin to be baptized and then He knew, Jesus knew that he needed to do what everyone else has done before he could help them realize that their past was insufficient. Did y'all hear that part? It wasn't just that he needed to follow well. 
He needed to do what they had done so that they could understand that their past wasn't enough. Your past was good enough to get you here, but it's not good enough to get you to where your heart really desires to go. I appreciate God that God has taught us in times to past what we have done has been good enough to get us to this moment. But I believe that God has so much more for us. I appreciate what's been done back then. I appreciate what we have done and how we've done it. I appreciate what we've been taught and how we've been taught to do it. I appreciate what we've been told and who's told us. But I need everyone in this room and on the screen to know that there is more. I don't want you to just understand and realize that your grandmother's faith is enough faith for you. You fight different demons than your grandmother fought. You have different struggles than your grandfather had. You have to deal with different demonic forces than your grandparents and your great-grandparents dealt with. And you have to accept that what they, what got them to here will not get you to where they are. You have to realize that the faith that they had was enough to get us to 2022 and 2023. But what kind of faith will it require to get us to 2050 and 2060 and 2070 and 2080? Every level, there's a new devil. Every round, there is a new hound. And if we lean on what we've been taught in the past, we will only be equipped to do what we've already done. But saints, there's more there is more. Accept it as fact. Say it. Look at your neighbor and say there's more. Type it in the screen and say there's more. Accept it as fact. Say it until you get it in your spirit. Yes, I'm a believer of the, in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, I've been baptized. Yes, I've been born again. But God has more for me. I will follow in the footsteps of Jesus, but I will follow to the point where I have received what I know I need, and then it's time for revelation. Hallelujah. God has some things to reveal to us that eyes have not. Hallelujah. Slow down, sir. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of men and women what the Lord has in store for you. There's more, there's more, there's more, there is more, hallelujah. Baptism is an opportunity to include everyone in the kingdom, in kingdom fellowship. And if you can be fully immersed, do it. But if your health doesn't allow just to be effused, and if you're, if all, by all means, do that. And if sprinkling is what is necessary, do that. But whatever you need, get to the point where you are obedient to the king and then allow God to reveal the more that he has for you. Jesus, Jesus was baptized. Jesus was baptized. He was baptized by his cousin. He did what he was supposed to do. He taught. He said that he showed that he was a good follower. And he did what he was supposed to, right? I got one more thing and I'm on my way. And that is the word called baptize. Because we fight about how we do it. Fight about why we do it. Fight about when we do it. Fight about all the things that surround the moment of baptism. But Jesus didn't care about those things. 
He cared about the definition of the word. See, in the Greek, baptized is said as baptizo, and it means to be fully immersed. Yeah. Go Google it right now. Google it. I hear people saying dip. No, no. <laughs> fully immersed. Google it. I'll, I'll wait. Google it. Baptizo in the Greek, it means to be fully immersed. And I'm not talking about fully immersed in water. Let's have church. I'm not talking. I don't think Jesus went to the water to show that he was able to be fully immersed in water. I don't think Jesus went to the water to show that he could hold his breath for three seconds. Come back up. I believe that Jesus went to the water so he could show everybody that he was fully immersed in his relationship with the Father. Hallelujah. I don't believe that Jesus went to the water and submitted to the process of baptism so that the world could see that he had done what everybody else wanted him to do. No, no, no. And we can prove it in scripture. I believe that the process of baptism has been set by others, seen by others, as a rite of passage for an opportunity to gain acceptance by a community of like-minded believers. And I love that. I support that. But when Jesus was baptized, he wasn't looking for the support of those around him. He wasn't looking for any significance to be given to him by anybody else on earth. He didn't care who was watching him with their own physical eyes. He just needed to know that the Father was watching. Hallelujah. He needed to know that the Father was watching. And before any miracle was ever done by our master, before anyone was ever healed, before any person that was dead was raised again, before any person became a believer or a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, before any act of ministry was engaged in, Jesus was, he was immersed in his relationship with the Father, and because of his obedience, before he did anything, God approved him. I need you to hear that part. Before he did anything, God approved him. He didn't have to heal anybody for the approval of the Father. He didn't have, hallelujah. My God, I bless you. He didn't have to save anybody for the Father to approve him. He was approved because of his obedience. Hallelujah. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you, yeah. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. I don't care who you've hurt. I don't care who you've healed. If you are not fully immersed in your relationship with the Father, you have missed the point of this thing called baptism. If you got this wrong, you missed it all. You may have heard the words of a pastor tell you you need to be baptized, but you didn't. have you heard the voice of the Father say, this is my son. <laughs> this is my son. I am well pleased with this is my daughter. 
I am well pleased with you. Have you heard the voice of the master? Because you are sold out to your relationship with the father. Sold out to the point where you are now swimming uncontrollably in the anointing of the king. I wish I had. Stop. Stop. No one's life may ever be changed. So glad there was a moment when I heard the voice of the Lord say, this is my son. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. This is my son. It's, I don't care what y'all say about me. Fully immersed in this relationship with the father. I don't care what y'all do to me. I'm fully immersed. I'm swimming in the anointing. I ain't got no control over this no more. My feet don't touch bottom no more. I am so fully immersed in the relationship that I have. There is nothing between my soul and my Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a personal thing. This is a personal thing. It's an opportunity where Jesus took a moment out of his life given before any miracle was ever made, it was a moment where Jesus took time just to solidify his relationship with the Father. No one's life may ever be changed by your suffering, by you, but your suffering has produced an obedience that should help you hear God's pleasure. Woo. God is pleased with your sacrifice. Hear me, hear me. God is pleased with your sacrifice. God is pleased with your submission to the king and his kingdom. God is pleased with your self-denial. God is pleased with your willingness to be humble. And God is pleased with your desire to be holy. Holiness without which no man, no woman, no boy, no girl will see the Lord. You may not get it right in most days. But God is still pleased with you. I wish I had a church that would praise him. I may not get it right, but God is still pleased with me. I may miss the mark more often than I hit it, but God is still pleased with me. I may fall short more than I succeed or serve with hallelujah. I wish I had a church that would praise him for being an accepting God. God is still pleased with you. You may not perform like others think you ought to perform, but it don't matter what they say. God is the one that looks at you and says, this is my beloved. You are the apple of my eye. I take pleasure in, hallelujah, hallelujah. I take pleasure in watching you lift your hands. I take pleasure in hearing your hallelujah. I take pleasure in watching you rejoice. I take pleasure in watching you struggle and fail and fall and try again. Why? Because it shows me how much you love me. It's an everlasting love. And the lover of our souls is jealous for us. <laughs> My God, the lover of our souls is jealous for us. He searched the whole world looking for somebody that would just try and try and try again. And our obedience has made you findable to the Father. Your obedience has made you findable to the Father. Nothing you can do and nothing you can say 
from this moment on will disappoint the God of your salvation. You make God happy. I know this is rocking some people's theology, but I ain't going to stop talking about it. You make God happy. You make God happy with your failings, with your fallings, with your shortcomings. So you make God happy. You make God happy. And this is a love that should make you want to be more love worthy. Jesus didn't do anything for any miracles, any, any miracles. He didn't do any miracles. He didn't perform it publicly for anyone or anything before he was declared as pleasing to God. That public declaration made sure that everyone around him who was watching stopped watching what they wanted to see and started to look at him as a son of God. They stopped watching that he had followed tradition and they started to look at what was next. Oh my Jesus, there's more, there's more. There's more. There's more. If you would be willing to stop watching what was, you could play something soft if you want. You would be willing to stop watching what was, to realize that all of the requirements have been completed. Every box of your faith has been checked. And even the ones that aren't checked, you're still lovable. You're still worthy. You're still righteous. You're still holy. I don't care what they say about you. He is jealous for you. He loves you more than you could ever love yourself. With every head bowed and every eye closed, yes, we are a Baptist church. We baptize in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit we baptize so that we can be fully immersed in this relationship with the king I don't I, I don't I, I know this is a time when the doors of the church should be open but I need a minute I need a minute there are too many people in Christendom and I'm going to invite those who might be in this room there are too many people in Christendom that are walking around feeling unloved by the father too many people too many people that are saved, sanctified, filled with God's precious Holy Ghost and still feel unloved and unworthy. You're walking around in your, in your life and your walk with Christ as a slave, not as a son. As a servant, not as a daughter. God is asking you to receive sonship today. God is asking you to receive daughtership today. And if that's you, I don't care where you are, what you're doing. Every head bowed, every eye closed, just raise your hand. Yeah, I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. I'm Holy Ghost filled. I'm fire baptized. I've been running for Jesus for a long time. But I live my life to not disappoint him. All I have to say to you today is you will never disappoint the Father. nothing you can do <laughs> there's nothing you can do to make him love you any less 
nothing you can say to make him walk away from you. He's jealous, you know it. <laughs> nothing you can do, nothing you can say. So today I just give you opportunity to accept freedom from slavery. Today I give you opportunity to accept the fact that you are no longer a slave, but a son. You are an heir and a joint heir with Christ. Every right and every responsibility of the kingdom is yours. And nobody can take that away from you. He is jealous and he loves you. He loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Oh, how he loves us. If you know that chorus, sing it with us. He loves us. Oh, how he loves us. Jesus to the water. You follow Jesus to a relationship with the Father that is a relationship that you no longer have control over. The love of the Lord is jealous for you. He will wait for you until you are findable. Hallelujah! Woo! Slow down. He'll wait for you until you're findable again. <laughs> you can run, but you can't hide.
tonight. Oh, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. I couldn't it. earn it. I couldn't earn but still. it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. There's no mountain you won't climb up. My God. There's no wall you won't kick down, no line you won't tear down, coming after me. There's no mountain you won't climb up, no valley you won't light up, you're coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, no line you won't tear down. Coming after me. Oh. When we leave church today, leave quietly. The Lord is dealing with us. When we leave church today, it's not a day where we celebrate and we convene. If you need to talk to your friends, talk in the room next door. But somebody needs to reconnect with the Savior this morning. Somebody needs to reconnect with the Savior. If you are one who's never accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, come. Now is the time and today is the day. Now is the time and today is the day. You believe the lie of the enemy, but it's the love of God that re restores you back to life again. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ, he still loves you. I don't care if you are a murderer. Paul, Paul was a murderer and he became one of the most the cheapest of apostles. I don't care if you're an adulterer. David was an adulterer, but he was the one who God said was the one that had, he was a man after God's own heart. I don't care if you were a gangbanger. Peter was a gangbanger. He cut black man's ear off, right? I'll let you pull. He went and cut a police officer's ear off, but he was still used by God as the rock that the whoop, church was built on. Upon this rock, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you've done. He still loves you. He still loves you. He still loves you. He still wants you. He wants to use you if you need to be. Just come. Just come. If you're on the screen, just put a thumbs up. Let us know. If you've walked away from the Lord, you've walked away from the Lord, you know your relationship with God ain't what it's supposed to be. Because you know your relationship with the Lord ain't what it used to be. Come back now. Come back now. Come back. Come back. Just respond. Respond to the master. Come back. Put your put a thumbs up in the screen or allow yourself to just walk down this aisle. It's all of us. We've all done this before. We've all had to go this way. And if you need a church home, Redeemer is a great place to call home. I'll wait. Redeemer is a great place to call home. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you need to be baptized, come on down here. Come on down. You might have been baptized before, but you did it for somebody else. You want to be baptized and show yourself as fully immersed in this relationship with the Father. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Sing us up, good brother. We all for Christ to you, oh my brother. We all for Christ to you, oh my sister. Thank you. 